How's it going, everybody? It's your favorite apostates. I am McKay. I'm Jordan. And we're back again. Sorry for kind of the absence this past week and longer. Um, life is just getting in the way right now. Uh, and it was 4th of July on Tuesday, the day that we normally stream. And we figured we wanted the most amount of people to be there. So I don't know if people celebrate or what you do, but we just figured we'd push it off to this week. So anyway, we're back. We're coming at you with a new one, kind of dipping our toes into a little bit different territory that we haven't gone with some old time flair, because we're going to be talking about a joint episode that the transformed wife did with H Pearl Davis, otherwise known as just pearly things. So if you are new here, if this is your first time around these parts, we are <laughs> we are ex-Mormons who make commentary on various things, and we have educated a lot of people on the ins and outs of ins and outs of the toxic cult that is Mormonism. And we talk all things. We criticize freely uh Christian influencers on YouTube. And we react to some funny things along the way also. But by and large, that's what we do. So here we are bringing you an ex-Mormon perspective to the, I don't even have a word, Pearl Davis. That's all I can come up with. (laughs) I don't even have a word. Now, Pearl is really fighting hard to be queen of leopard-eaten faces um, which you'll see, I only saw clips of this. Jordan wanted to pre-screen it before we actually did it. So bless her heart. Uh, but I will be mostly blindly reacting to this. And, uh, yeah, she, she's really fighting hard. She would be considered a, a pick me in a lot of circles. And she's really just out there for tearing down women's rights and everything, all the progress that has been made in that arena since the beginning of time, basically, uh, which you will see here. And she is joined by none other than the second champion in that effort, Lori Alexander, the transformed wife who has God awful takes. Um, I'll probably throw some up here. I don't know if I really want to say them, (laughs) but yeah. So they decided to do a a joint episode on Pearl's podcast, YouTube channel. I don't even know what to call it. It pulled fucking no views, which I hate to bring up. But when you have 1.5 million subscribers and you only pull 20K views on an episode, Jesus Christ. Two million subs and you pull the views that we pull sometimes like that's. That's yeah, <laughs> that's concerning. I think it has something to do with the fact that you pander to misogynists and then you have an episode with two women in it. That's probably why it got no views. Anyway, she's known as the female Andrew Tate and she's yeah. done, I think, at least one podcast with him or one interview with him. So she's... She was recently interviewed by Ethan Klein on H3, and so she's making rounds on the internet. Um, so Unfortunately. Figured, Let's talk about it. Yep. Let's release the leopards. The faces are ready to be eaten. Okay, just to start out, uh, if 
you're listening, the uh, title of this video is Gender Equality is Pointless. So we're off to a strong start mm. on this one. What up, guys? Welcome to the Just Pearly Things YouTube channel and welcome to the sit down where I have guests from all walks of life. Um, and today we have a special guest. Um, we have the transformed wife. Who does the fucking audio? Holy shit, those were... That was way too I'm loud. sorry. I will try to equalize that. On Twitter. Welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> I don't know. Do you, do you use your full name on the internet? <laughs> oh, Lori. And then just, whoa, <laughs> dip to black. <laughs> no, I know some people. Oh, yeah. Everyone oh, Lori Alexander. Okay. Was, I wasn't sure. I know some people. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah. I don't. You do so much research on okay. your guests that you don't know if she used her full name on the internet or not. Yikes. Come on. That's exactly how she ended up getting ambushed on H3. She does literally... All she knew was fat man bad. Yep. I guess I'll go on his podcast. Welcome. Welcome. to. I didn't want to be the one, you know. Welcome to the yeah. show, Lori. Thanks. <laughs> um, so I was, I was just talking to you before, and I was saying, you're one of the few women that teaches true... I think, okay, I'm, I'm going to give a disclaimer to the audience. I, I'm not, I don't know the Bible through and through, but I oh. Lori's <laughs> judging so hard. Lori's like, really? <laughs> I think we have like an innate ability to like sense something that is true on some level. And when I listen to your stuff, it sounds like you're one of the few people that teach true biblical submission. There are a few that do. Okay. Uh, God specific though, in his word, it's supposed to be the aged women. The, that means the ones who have been married a long time, who have raised their children. Is that what the B and the D stand for in BDSM? Biblical. Oh no, that, that's dominance. Submission. Masochism, right? I don't know. Who have been through the trials and the tribulations and the suffering because all marriages go through that. And know what it is to actually stay committed in a marriage for many, many years. And like for me, it took a long time to actually learn what submission was. Because in our rebellious nature, we want to rule over our husbands. We want to be in control. You see it. You see it everywhere. We want to be in control. <laughs> and so that's, that's not, why God wants the older. Desire for control is not unique to women. I know, right? Are you driving a car? How dare you desire to be in control of the vehicle by sitting behind the wheel? It's not submissive to drive a car. It is It is uh, domineering and unbiblical for a woman to drive a car because she has to be in control. Teach the young women. In the King James, it says to obey, to be obedient to their husbands. And it also says in all the versions that Sarah obeyed Abraham and we're her daughters if we do likewise. But it's all throughout from the very beginning of time that we were created for our husbands, for their helpmate. God has. I don't, I don't think that word. obeying Abraham was a really good thing because he was literally going to go through with killing his son before God was like, psych. Just from the outside looking in, I feel like that's not a really trustworthy person. Somebody who's going to, who's willing to go through with killing your child. I don't know. Do you want to chime in on this one? No. Okay. <laughs> An authority structure. Our culture was so much better when men ran America. You know. Oh my god. <laughs> Do they not? 
<laughs> Do they not? Like, just proportionally speaking, the amount of women in Congress, the amount of women CEOs, the amount, like, we have one woman vice president the first time that's ever fucking happened in the history of America. And so this whole argument of, like, when men ran the country, like, <laughs> who is doing it? Hold on, let me check something real quick here. Oh, yeah. Uh, list of U.S. presidents. I think the the number is still zero. Just candidates. Yeah. As I suspected. They were unhappy with the way men were running it. They thought they knew better. So they fought for the vote, even though a small, tiny minority wanted the vote. They wanted to be at home taking. They were busy at home taking care of their families and children. Lori would know they had- because she was there. She's so fucking old. I'm just kidding. No desire to be in politics and have the vote. They want their men to take care of that. But the small little, small little group of suffragettes fought for it, got it because they knew better. And now women overwhelmingly vote Democrat for abortion. The last three horrible Democrat presidents. That could be the only possible reason why they vote Democratic leaning. That's all. Women, no, women don't know numbers or economics. They shouldn't. All they should know is babies, cooking, cleaning, sucky, sucky for the husband. That's it, right? I guess. That's it. I, so few men have even good, been good presidents, really. Because if you even look back at Based. some of the things that Reagan did, um, I think President Trump was probably the best president Yo, in my life. Yo, she doesn't ride with hater. Reagan? She's a Reagan hater. Yo, that is like probably easily the most shocking thing i've ever learned about her and i think he was so hated because he is very masculine and he's a fighter but he does say really stupid stuff really oh, stupid stuff. the guy who dodged the draft because of bone spurs is a fighter guys, he's a fighter <laughs> crazy <laughs> but anyway i don't want to really get into politics on this but anyway women I, the whole point was that women want to rule because they think they know better but in isaiah it says that women when women rule over them they destroy the past you know because they just they vote with their emotions and our feelings. We are very emotionally led and men are more. I fucking hate this. I fucking hate this argument that there's this right. idea that women are like more emotional human beings, that like men are incapable of emotions. When's the last time you saw a woman punch through a wall because she lost at a fucking video game? Tell me or, when's the last or time better, you saw that. Punch through a wall because his favorite her favorite sports team was the one that lost also who <laughs> predominantly commits intimate partner violence men i mean i would say that's being ruled by emotions i mean if you can't fucking contain yourself so you gotta hit your woman like i'd say Real that's talk. pretty emotional i mean have you read through trump's twitter feed i would say that man runs off 100 percent emotion Pure and emotion. zero fucking logic so, like, where is this? Oh, my God, this shit drives me crazy. Log- logically led. So, you don't, you know, even on Twitter, you probably don't see men fighting you as much as the women, right? LOL, because she, why would that be? she rides for the fucking misogynists, Lori. That's why. They love God, her because that's... they affirm her worldview. <laughs> or, I've, I've, I've been attacked. Their worldview. You know, they always say we're all afraid of men, right? I've only been attacked, like... I had a girl threaten to punch me once. You know what I mean? Like, oh, womp, womp. Oh. 
Yeah, the, the world's tiniest vinyl, violin. There are yeah. women out there who are constantly getting death threats from men. Death threats. All you, these women come out. Physical after me. violence threatened. And let's be clear here when people are making threats to punch you on the internet, there's no way in fucking hell they would ever follow through with that. Fucking cry about it. Get off but the internet. Threatening to kill people, we know that fucking happens. That's never happened to me by a man. All these women yeah. that are afraid of men. I'm like, I'm afraid of you guys. All these women are afraid of men. Yeah, for like no fucking reason, apparently. Because who are women most likely to be killed by? Their partner? Like, I mean, I don't even, bitch, just go to Google and look up <laughs> domestic violence statistics. It is an incredibly privileged position to be in, to be like... I'm not afraid of men. I'm more afraid of women. Like, are yeah. you serious? She you can't. Serious? She can't go to Google because it Google's woke. You can only get that kind of information on unbiased, information-free Twitter. And one time, my son, when he was a freshman in high school on the basketball team, he played a, the best female basketball player probably in the nation at that time. I forget her name. She was a senior, so he played their varsity team. Bethany. And she was he had to guard her. He said he's never played and he played his whole life, had ever played against any guys. The first time he'd ever played against girls. She was so nasty to him. The things she was saying to him and everything just were appalling. Just appalling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What well, the and that's the thing, like what a weird what anecdote. What a weird <laughs> anecdote. And like very truthful obviously yeah, that like totally happened sweet and innocent but i'm like i am not afraid of the men like even if you say something that men would not like and feminists do it all the time they'll say men are trash men are this men are that you don't see men attacking the women saying that what girl where are you are you on another fucking planet because that would be the only explanation for this statement like do you legitimately live on like the red pill planet somewhere else in the universe because that's the <laughs> only explanation for you being like men are rude to women that's get on insane. twitter for five minutes i mean even in red pill spaces all they Dude, do she's is bash on, twitter. on women like are she's you on serious twitter. what are you doing no yeah, yeah we get attacked viciously um yeah. i wanted to go back to something you said in the beginning you said women always want to rule over men Mm -hmm. We have a rebellious yes. nature. Uh, tell me about yeah. that. Well, in, in Genesis 3.16, it says um, a woman's desire will be for her husband, but he will rule over her. And that means the desire isn't for loving, and that would be a result of the fall. It was a desire to rule over him. And that's why we have Bible verses about contentious and quarreling women in the Bible, and that a foolish woman, woman tears down her house with her own hands so we have a lot of responsibility of building up our husbands or tearing them down building up our homes it's it's really funny to hear that most of the affirming scriptures that they like to use are from the old testament but they'll avoid all of the the weirder quote-unquote stuff like the plague like it doesn't matter they're like yes ah fuck women because the old testament says so but like all the other stuff, eh. you know, it's, you know, it's whatever, like whatever. I, I just like the New Testament, but all the ones that say to hate 
queer people and to hate women in the Old Testament. Yeah, I rock with that. Sign me up. Throwing them down. So, and we just have a desire to control. I tried controlling my husband for 20 years and it didn't work. <laughs> he, I have something <laughs> that I could say right now. And the insiders in this community will know what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say it. He's not a pansy, though. He didn't just like he tried to, you know, everyone he. Dude, she definitely (laughs) was around for the suffragettes. The fuck? Who says that? Dottie man, he talked to about me because I was so quarrelsome with them. They say, oh, just love her more. Just love her more. You know, Mm -hmm. but he finally did start standing up to me and saying, no, I'm going to go play golf, Lori. I don't care what you say. Um. Wow, marriage therapist here sounds like a real healthy, healthy dynamic. Yeah, that sounds great. And I read a book that she spanked me, and I realized that I was not being the wife that God called me to be. I was not supposed to try to control my husband because that just built a huge wall between us, and our marriage just got worse and worse. So when I started just loving him and accepting him and not controlling him at all, would you hate someone trying to control you all the time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but isn't that what isn't that what feminists what say men will do if we give them the power they'll just try to control us all the time they do say that but what are you talking about what are you saying give men the power they already have it what are you talking about as if that's not what they do i mean they <laughs> overturned roe v wade they're implementing horrid things all over the united states especially in florida ron DeSantis is on a tirade against transgender people like I'm missing the part where they're not actually doing that. Again, what box are you living in? I don't think some men do, but I don't think most men have that in their nature as much as women wanting to control men. um, They do want to lead their families and make the decisions. Um, Some of them, there are some men, women will write me. He never wants to be the leader. You know how I do it. I said, well, if he wants to go out to dinner, ask him where he wants to go. Start, you know, letting him just make the decisions. Mm-hmm. But um, we think we know best. We really do. We really think, like, just like the suffragettes, they thought they knew better how to lead. I love that she calls them the suffragettes. <laughs> Aren't they suffragettes? Yes. Okay, thank you. I'm just making sure. Biggest nation than the men were doing. And look where we're at now. It's the women who are doing all into the transgender garbage and letting their little, changing their little boys to girls because they don't like men. It's just, oh, it's just awful. (laughs) That's the only explanation. I I was going to amend what you were saying about Florida because it's transgender women that they are going after because they're misogynists and transphobes. They just totally forget entirely that trans men are... Yes. Just as out there and existing and living their best fucking lives. But they are still targeted as well. Yeah. They are targeted. It, they, it's just not the hot button. It, I'm not going to say that it's easy for trans men either, but. You awful. don't see. Oh my gosh. I was at my tournament. Well, my friends were playing in a volleyball tournament this weekend and I go there and there's all these dudes playing. And so I start, you know, I'm, I'm a YouTuber. I got to get out my mic. So I start interviewing the people. They're asking if they're okay. With- no, let me, ch- I'm a clout goblin. Yeah. Let me get out my mic. Half the women are like, yeah, it's fine. What do you mean it's fine? They're in our locker rooms. They don't, but this is the thing. I'm like, it's like, 
women, we want this power and control, but look what happens when we get it. It, it feminism with a- I'm still confused as to what women in power are making these decisions. Seriously. It's transgender stuff. It's biting the, the women in the butt, you know, literally because what we- even though they want power and they want to rule and control, men are proving that they can't. The men come into the best athletes, female athletes in the world, and they and they're not even that great compared to men, and they dominate the women. You know, God just made them. Bigger. I'm sorry, I have to, I have to fucking say this. It's so telling that the only talking point that they have is bathrooms and sports, things that do not fucking matter at all. I'm I'm tired of pretending that this sports thing is a a thing. If you like playing sports, that's great. But as a society, I think we're putting too much fucking emphasis on it. It's games anything beyond like the betterment of your body and your health i don't care like <laughs> and it it's it's largely, crazy that they do it's largely a, the whole bathroom argument is not even something that we're going to get into because it's largely irrelevant and people break it down all the time yeah. but when's the last time lori's been in a locker room <laughs> right <laughs> like come on yeah I, I wouldn't want to go in a locker room with any of the religious people that Lori associates with because those I people, be by and large, by and large, those people are the worst offenders. Less she'd walk around starting inspecting. Yeah, stronger, right. Faster. Children know that their dads are an authority, whether the women, the wives give it to the dads or not. They know just because they are bigger and stronger, faster, they have lower, stronger voices. God made them the ones in authority. They made us to be the nurturers and the ones at home, gentle. <laughs> gentle. <laughs> we just rebel. Women just rebel against that. <laughs> so what? What is the true definition of submission? Like what? What should a submissive like marriage? <laughs> Paging Paula girl, Morgan. Girl, find find a dictionary. You don't need to ask somebody else to editorialize a you. Look like where the woman submits to her husband. The mission in the Greek, I don't know Greek, but I've heard this from my husband. He's like, mean to come under, like in the military. Earl, are you familiar with the Greeks? Yeah. Do you- <laughs> That's hilarious. Hmm. To come under mm-hmm. and to, to submit to them, to willingly allow them to lead and to obey them. I know people hate that word, but. Two heads make a monster. Every institution on this planet has a leader. You can't have two presidents. You can't, you know, every every institution, every every company has a boss. And the same the family is an institution. Because that's been working so well for us thus far. <laughs> and God made the husband the head of the household. He leads the household in the way that he wants, unless it's in sin, like a woman just asked me this morning, my husband wants me to take the birth control pill. I said, well, oh, you God. don't have to do that because it can cause abortions. It has horrible, horrible side effects that can destroy your health. You don't have to do anything that's harmful like that to yourself or murder. You know? So, right. um, but that's, it's just letting your husband lead. And it's not really that difficult and practice makes perfect. And it's, it's, it's funny because even if women are married to disobedient husbands, the solution that God gives them to win their husbands is to be submissive to them. 
with it's funny because there's all this talk about how men are so like smart and logical but like when they're screwing up it's always the burden of the women to fix it so like when people go to Lori and are like wow my husband's like so disobedient she's like we'll give him some choices like it's never (laughs) maybe he's the problem it's we'll fix him god damn it god damn it you know show them jesus through their the way they live love them for love i know a woman who's married to a difficult man She's winning him because she's constantly, she's an example to me. Because my husband's not difficult to live with. He's a great guy, you know, loves the Lord, he's a great leader. My kids adore him. But she just pours love and grace upon him all the time. And he is just growing up into this amazing man because the way she just lets him lead, doesn't nag, isn't. Oh, she's being his mother. (laughs) Okay. That makes sense. Benches with him. It's just kind. Um, God's ways are just so good. They're so they're so different than our natural nature. We think that we need to control and manipulate. And I was so good at that about my husband, and it just made our marriage terrible. How did you How did you do it? Or what are like the common things that women do? What before they're submissive? Tell me more about how women are terrible. Yeah, that's really what she wants to hear. Yeah, like, because I think a lot of times I'll see people talk about how they're submissive, but I, and I don't know how I can't tell. I, I don't, I can't really explain why, but I see the way they interact with each other, and it doesn't seem like she is. Um, but it's like she, subtle. I don't know how to describe it though. Well, if, if um, that couple I was just telling you about before we went on that she's marrying this man who has five children, who his wife died. He went to meet her parents just soon after they met, just like six weeks ago. They they started dating seven weeks ago. He went and saw her parents a week later. But they're like Holy 31, shit. 34. They're, they weren't going to fool around. They're not like oh, probably when you sense. meet a guy, you're not going to just fool around. You just you want to know, is this leading to marriage or not? <laughs> and so he went and met his parents. And after he spent the, a couple a day with them, he said, I love the way your mother is with your father. She just never interrupts him. She doesn't correct him. She listens. Where's the red flag? Holy shit. Holy shit. Patiently and looks at him when he's talking. She is affectionate with him in every way. She modeled that to her children, her daughters, because one of them is married to my son. And so all three of her daughters have had a really easy time being submissive to their husbands, just kind and loving, um, respectful the king james says reverence and it's just such a beautiful thing to see because i've seen couples i saw couples like that when i was growing up but i always in my mind was thinking oh it's because he's just so perfect and my husband is not (laughs) so but (laughs) jesus she it and she is doesn't have the strong personality that i have she's more of a pleaser so it comes natural to that type of personality. But even one of the daughters, like who my son's married, is strong like me. But because she was modeled that, she's very a very kind and respectful wife to her husband. So, see, you'll know it when you see it. You'll know when a wife is letting her husband lead by the way she just treats her husband in public. She would never say anything negative about him. She shows her respect all the time in public towards him and to her children in the home even. The children can see that she loves and respects her husband and that he's the leader of the home. Whatever you want, honey, you know. <laughs> I don't know. See, that's not, that's just being a pushover. 
she she won't say anything period well i Whereas, wouldn't say pushover because that puts blame on her yeah i guess that's true so it I, is it's like putting yourself in the position yeah. where you don't have like i mean he's in part putting her in yeah that position ob- also but it's obviously not her choice to be a pushover she doesn't get the option to because who knows what her husband is doing that causes that kind of or suggests that kind of behavior but like she's saying oh she'll never criticize him in public jordan i don't want jordan to submit to me and we would never do that to each other in public if we ever had any notes for each other it would be in private period but that's not like a symptom i'll call it a symptom of submission or whatever well and the more Lori talks about this the more it sounds to me like to be submissive, you just don't say anything. Yeah, you just like you shut just up. Keep your mouth shut. Period. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> well, yeah, I had a, a recent red pill where I realized I'm like most. Are we with, just using that as a it noun me lately? Nuts that she does this. I've got a lot of red pills. They're called ibuprofen. <laughs> They're the Advil brand. They kind of have a sweet coating to them. Men lead relationships. I think in 2023. Because um, I even I was thinking about how women make 80% of consumer buying decisions. And I'm like, that means women are making... Can we get women a be shopping! <laughs> Can we get a fucking uh, fact check on that one? Like, whether it's a car, a house, like, they sell to the women. Meaning the women are making all the decisions. Woman, the- have you ever seen a fucking truck commercial? That is not for the ladies. That is strictly for the men. And Girl. any beer commercial pre-2015, like, be real. If we go to Home Depot and stand in front of an employee, <laughs> guess who's he, guess guess who's who's he going to initiate talking? Yeah. It ain't Prob- going to be me. Probably not me because I've got long hair. And uh, yeah, but. <laughs> Household for the most part. And I was like. Yep. And so a lot of stuff like you think is traditional actually isn't. Because the man can't make a decision without the woman arguing about it in a lot of relationships. He should just be able to do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> God. And you know, they um, said that before women's right, women couldn't have a credit, their own credit card. And that was really to protect the women because when men, women didn't even want that because <laughs> men took their credit. When, if they got into debt, it was the men who had to go to debtor's prison. You know, it wasn't the women who got. So now, since women have their credit, they own two thirds of the $1.7 trillion student loan debt. You know, just, just yeah. We're, so. Uh oh, we're on to the student loan debt tattooed. I'm still stuck on the women shouldn't be able to feminist. have their own bank account. Seriously. Thing. It's un- like yeah, women didn't want that. What again, Lori, are you speaking about your own personal experience? Cause it sounds everyone. like you were there for that. I just, the reason like part of that was women in toxic relationships or marriages weren't able to leave because they didn't have their own financial resources. And so this isn't just about like, women be buying purses like women be shopping this is women's ability to leave a toxic relationship or an abusive one with their children and have somewhere to go like it's <gasps> no numbers just babies oh my god well go i mean 
I remember, I remember being 18 and like picking a college, which I was going to, I'm going to talk to you about this too. But I remember <laughs> thinking like my dad was like, do you want the more expensive one? Well, you'll have debt or the cheaper one where you won't. You'll have debt. Are you for real? I would just want to say that, uh, Pearl interned at her, her family's Davis, uh, Davis where company company. I don't think she was ever going to have debt. Just off of principle. I picked the more expensive. Why would I pick that? Like, and luckily, like I, um, my dad's business kind of took off, so I didn't end up having any. But oh that was wow! Just I, I, I'm not <laughs> fucking profit, Jesus. You know, I was lucky, but and I was thinking, of nah, it. you weren't lucky. You were privileged. Yep. Let's get it straight. Even me, who, you know, people would say is more logical. I'm still a woman. You know, I'm still gonna. <laughs> And so you probably thought it was a better college because it costs more. I don't know. Well, and it could be. No, I think I just wanted to go there. Like I didn't have a good. Wow. I didn't have a good reason. I was like, oh, everyone has debt. I'll just pay it off later. Um, American. The way she just demeans herself and says these things, she she's not even sure what she felt. So she's just going to say, I think I was just being a stupid woman. I mean, it's disappointing. She called herself a low value woman on H3. So uh, it's the American way to have debt now. A massive yeah. amounts of debt. Now, all these young women I know who have babies have to continue working because of their debt. It's like, this is just. Have you ever considered that people who take out debt or have to take out loans and go into debt do so because they have to? Like, do we even consider that no, loans Jordan. aren't just for privileged people? The point is, they shouldn't have gone to college because they are a woman. And if you are a woman, you should not be pursuing any sort of education because you should just learn how to have babies. Yes. And be barefoot in the kitchen. That's what she's trying to tell you. So upside down. See, yeah. when I went to college, I went to a private Christian college. I didn't want to. I would have loved getting married right out of high school um, and just starting having babies and staying home with them. That was always my, just what I wanted to do. But my dad insisted I go to college, even though he didn't want my mom ever to work. He wanted her back in those days. He wanted them, their wives to be home full time. He wanted his wife to raise his children. So she never worked. She was always home full time with us. And I called him for dad's day yesterday and thanked him again for that. But um, dad's um, day. It's just so sick that these men want the women in their lives to have zero autonomy whatsoever. He didn't he didn't want my mom to work. So she didn't. He did. He wanted me to go to college, even though I didn't want to. And I did it anyway. Well, let's like, be clear. Jesus, there's nothing wrong with not going to college there's no, nothing there's wrong not. with being a stay-at-home mom there's nothing wrong with not working there's nothing wrong with being a mom and working it's there's about nothing... other p- people making that choice for you it's about autonomy and being manipulated or influenced into like i don't have that option like yeah. i can't do that because my husband said xyz or yeah. like, i can't that's i really want to work but i can't have a job because my husband wants me to be a stay-at-home mom so anyway, I went to a Christian college, small Christian college in Santa Barbara, Montecito, which is beautiful. Oprah Winfrey has a big estate right near there. It's gorgeous. $3,600. Oprah? Random anecdote about Oprah. A year for everything. And 
So my roommate, that and that wasn't even that much money, even for if you consider back then. My roommate worked in the summers to waitressing to pay for that. You know, people weren't graduating with mass amounts of debt back when I went to college. Mm. What did it cost? I wonder why. I wonder why. It's a thing to do, and it wasn't that expensive. But it was. I just went because I wanted to find a husband, you know, (laughs) and find good friends. Get that MRS. So now, now that it's tens of thousands of dollars, and they end up in hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, which keeps them in bondage for many (laughs) years, or it puts that that burden on their husband. Bible says that debt is bondage. You're, you know, bondage to the debt. The true biblical be in BDSM. <laughs> to be a slave, you know, so. Oh, okay. What do you think about women going to college? Do you think we should? Nope. No. Pearl, have you been oh, listening dude, at so all? Good. Yeah. Can you use some fucking context clues for once? God, where are you? Because <laughs> right now I, they're all in debt. Every time she answered or like asks another question, I feel like if she at that point she had turned off her brain, she's not listening because Lori will just talk. Lori will ramble. She will just talk and talk and talk. And at some point, Pearl realizes that she's being held hostage on this question. And if she says anything else to Agadon, she, she cannot. So she just turns it off and then just jumps into the next it's question. The only explanation. <laughs> Which. You know, I'll give her props because that's the only way you I can handle Lori. I don't want to listen to Lori apparently. either, but you brought her on the damn yeah, podcast. That's you. Indoctrination centers, that's all they are. Um, even the Christian ones. Indoctrination are, centers. Are, they're, just indo- they're just indoctrinating women to become feminist with leftist ideals. They're, they've <laughs> contributed so much to the destruction of our culture. They, I think the only ones who should go to doc- um, colleges are men. Because women are taking over the medical field. Dude, if... Universities were half the indoctrination centers that these right-wing reactionaries want to pretend that they are. We would be living in a goddamn communist utopia because enrollment is at, like, has been so high throughout the past few decades because they pushed so hard to get everybody to go to college. You'd think that by now, the fruits of that indoctrination would be showing and no <laughs> we still have people who are on the internet that are like yeah women shouldn't vote field which are taking jobs away from men and they're hurting those fields because they're not nearly as reliable in those fields because they have wow. more health issues they have women in the workforce suffer twice the amount of stress-related illnesses diseases than men they weren't we- i wonder why that is I wonder why that is. It's almost like there's this imbalance in many American relationships around responsibilities and roles. And women are more likely to get sick more often if they're carrying every single fucking burden imaginable in the home between birthdays and school and projects and keeping their kids alive and making dinner and having to deal with their husband who's like, why aren't you making dinner? And all of these things. Because... It all falls to women. Like, if you want to read more about it, go research emotional labor. There's a reason. I I heard somebody on TikTok talking about it recently, um, and it was her responding because uh, Ben Shabibo picked up and reacted to it, of course, doing his normal reactionary, uh, just making fun of her because she had short hair or whatever. 
I can't remember what the term she used for it was, but she she basically broke it down like, does your uh, partner know what size diaper your kid wears or, or things like that? Like, that's just all this unaccounted for labor, which it is labor. You have to expend energy to, like, keep track of these things mm-hmm. that for all intents and purposes goes completely unnoticed by people on the outside. Created for the stress of the workforce. So they're taking away all these jobs from the men. And so the only people I think that who should go to college are the ones who want to be doctors and lawyers who need a college education because most, most jobs, you don't need a college education. Have, you know, men could be plumbers, electricians. Cries and master's degree. <laughs> how are how are the doctors going to be shielded from the woke ideology indoctrination though what do we do about that so weird it's crazy and women who you know it's hard for me to say about women who you know when if like my friend who is here that lived with us for a year she's an ob nurse and i, I was gonna say what about the midwives like what about those professions that women in fundy circles especially rely on like so heavily when they're doing like tons of home births and by the way there's nothing wrong with home births if you're responsible about it but like what about those people like those people can't be women i don't i've never i worked at a hospital i've never encountered a male midwife i don't think that that's a thing it's midwife. So it's that means midwifery. midwifery. That means that they're submitting to somebody's husband. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do we have this <laughs> profession where it's literally women? What about that? You can't just be a midwife. They're, I mean, some people think that. Think that. <laughs> but there's a lot of education, like to become a certified nurse midwife and things. Like, there's, you can't just be a midwife if that's what you want to call yourself. But. If, if you're not trained, maybe you call yourself a birth coach or something like that, where you don't have to be certified to do. I don't know if you have to be certified to be a birthing coach, but. And she loved being a nurse, but her hours were terrible. They're inhumane. She'd get up at six in the morning and wouldn't get home until 8 p.m. She's 12 hour shifts. Sounds like the medical shifts. field. Yeah. So just, this- just don't do that. We're just not going to have nurses anymore. We're going to be severely understaffed. Nobody to do fucking triage at the ER or whatever. People are just going to die in the waiting room. I was going to say, good. if all the, if their fixation is like, we have to get women out of these professions, like there are me- like so many healthcare and like essentials fields are like women. Like if we did not allow women to be teachers, we would have practically no teachers. I was a teacher for many years, and I worked with two Two? (laughs) male teachers in my time in a very... Were they even, like, uh, One was a principal. And one was a custodian, (laughs) right? (laughs) There was was the custodian. I guess But teacher-wise, there was, even in my training cohort, where there were hundreds of us, there was one... One guy that was in my training cohort. And so, like, we're not going to have teachers. Nursing is a predominantly female field. We're not going to have nurses. We're not going to have therapists, which I know she doesn't care about that one. Yeah. Midwives. 
Like, what else? I'm trying to think. I could only think of teachers and nurses. Off but the there are so now. many fields that are essential that are yeah. women dominated. Well, I mean, you look at like uh, pediatrics mm-hmm. is primarily women. Mm-hmm. And that those are for the all the babies that you're pushing out, right? Mm-hmm. Well, pediatrics is kids, but I mean, babies, yeah, 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 yeah. But still, like all of these things that are essential. But I mean, I see more and more of women belonging to the whole red pill movement that are starting to get really weird about medical intervention of any kind. Yeah. So there's there's that. I wanted to force that shot on her, and they had to wear a mask all day. You know, teaching, which they also say is an ideal job for women, which I did, is absolutely exhausting. Try to keep keep 30 children in order. It was, I I was so exhausted when I came home. I just saw this thing about how women in the workforce deprive their husbands sexually. Oh, my (laughs) God, Lori. So exhausted after being at work all day. Then you have to take care of the kids in the house. We weren't created to do that all. And the only purpose for college it's not to make you wiser or a better wife or mother or homemaker. <laughs> it's to um, make prepare women for the workforce. That's all. It's the only purpose. And now, into- I thought she was going to say something that I would agree with, but I'm still stuck on the sex question. Yeah, could honestly. it be that women just don't want to have sex? Could it be that your husband fucking sucks at sex? Could it be that <laughs> they are exhausted and their husband statistically your husband their husbands probably suck at sex? Could it be that they have never had an orgasm because they're husbands suck at this arena could it be because they don't feel valued could it be because they feel disrespected all the time could it feel like most of their sexual experiences aren't consensual could it be that i mean really really indoctrinate them into the leftist agenda which our world is being destroyed and we have to live with nothing and eat nothing you know we're not eating anything anymore (laughs) jordan we're gonna. We are going to adopt true leftist views from and here on out. Eat. We're not eating. No more eating. It'll please the people on the internet who call us fat all the time. So yeah, it's There's true. That. It's true. The world can be to have it have nothing on it. <laughs> that seems like that's their agenda. You know. What? Does Lori believe in climate change? <gasps> well, yeah. And my school was one of the first to allow trans people in the dorms. And so down the hall from me, like, I, I would just was I was so into volleyball when I was younger. I just didn't care about anything else. I was just a volleyball player. So I didn't really care at the time, but I was looking at it. And I'm thinking they were trying to normalize that stuff. And they did because I would see these trans people just walking around campus all the time. They had their own little thing. And it's like this was a, a Christian school. Did they wear a label on the forehead? Yeah. Like what? what i don't think it was like known for being christian clearly but (laughs) yeah most are just christian name only they're not christian at all anymore they don't like they don't want to stand against culture and make stands against Uh, all this stuff and i remember talking with some of my cousins um, they gone woke about the same sex when because california when we voted on it i don't know not even that long ago we voted overwhelmingly not to allow same-sex marriage but then a judge overruled it and they were saying that, oh, it's okay. I said, no, it's such a slippery slope. It's not okay. You know, no, God doesn't want, he want, He designed this male and female for each other, you know, one man, one woman. And he's the one who created marriage. He's the one who defines it. It's only the only safe place for marriage and sex to happen. And so 
See, look where it said this. And people used to be okay with Pride Month. Well, the it, factor to consider what? in that is Lori does not believe in marital rape. So that was one of the things I put up earlier. So, I mean, there is that. So her viewpoint here is a little skewed. Mike, but now with what the transgender movement's doing to the kids, it seems like people are finally taking a stand against it. But I think God's judgment on our nation is too late. We're just so wicked. I'm so, it's just so wicked. We're f***ed, according to Lori. Oh, damn. Maybe he should do something about it for once. If, if he is truly, if his judgment's going to come down... Why doesn't it ever happen? It never happens. What if it's been so long that Why, he feels awkward about it? It could be. He's like, you know, I really didn't do anything when it came to the civil rights movement. And I really dropped the ball when it came to uh, marriage equality. So I think it would just be weird if I really came down on him at this point. So I'm just not going to do anything. I once had a friend that believed that the earth and humankind was created by God, but then he watched what humankind did and then he abandoned them. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> honestly, I, I feel like that would be the most plausible explanation for me because <laughs> he was really wrecking up the place back in the old Testament times. And then suddenly none of that shit happens anymore. You think his judgment on our nation's too late? I think reversing it is too late. I think we are being judged with wicked rulers, you know, yeah. and what? and what's going on in our culture and our leaders are trying to destroy America and we deserve his judgment, actually. You know, it's just so wicked what we're doing to children. We've Wait, aborted- so is he judging us or are these wicked rulers judging us? Please. I don't think Lori knows what she's saying 90% of the time. Please leave it. Yeah, she just starts a sentence and. It's like Michael Scott. Yeah, she just kind of hopes it ends up somewhere. Sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. I I was talking with a black man at our church yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I have one black friend. Seriously, it's imperative to the story that I tell you guys that he was black. And I was telling him, he, his wife's pregnant with her third. I said, is this going to be your last baby? He said, probably. You know, I said, um, not old women asking personal invasive questions yeah. in church. Here, here, let me give you, uh, let me force this two cents down your fucking throat right now. You know, this, the roots of birth control, don't you? Margaret Sanger, Planned Parenthood, oh, he started nodding his head. And I go, you know, Margaret Sanger's goal was to get rid of black people. And 50% of babies being aborted are black. And he said, oh, it was totally racism. And An old white woman being racist? That's Again, crazy. Shocker. That's but crazy. But let's not lump birth control in there as a... That's a separate concept. Yeah. I said, I think the whole, I think, uh, I think maybe we need to examine the roots of institutional racism in these aspects and all of the horrible experiments that have been done on black people for the advancement of medicine and black women, particularly particular. Well, yeah. Um, like she talking about sterilization. I'm guessing, I'm not really sure what she's referring to, but she's not off base, but she's, you, she's they weren't uh, using villainized. birth control to sterilize people. No, they were. They just were like legitimately sterilizing, sterilizing people yeah. so that they couldn't reproduce. Yeah, she's just using it as a talking point to vilify birth control, which is 
connecting two they're, ideas yeah, that are connected. They're not as connected. Like, yes, there is obviously systemic racism that happens in that sphere. And a lot of progress in that has been built on the backs of black women and things like that. And they don't get any credit for it. But well, she's the, totally that's not the direction she's going. No. And that I mean, I know why they hate this, that the introduction of birth control is in my opinion, one of the most significant events in our history yeah. and was a significant, had a significant impact in mobilizing women's liberation and yeah. women's autonomy. And so it makes sense to me why these two are absolutely stuck on this fact that birth control are like, is such a horrible, horrible thing. Now, don't get me wrong. Birth control, hormonal birth control can cause horrible, horrible side effects and horrible impacts on some women like don't get me wrong that happens all the time there's plenty of women who cannot take hormonal birth control because of how much it negatively impacts their mood their mental health the symptoms like birth control is not the answer for everyone but we're not gonna like vilify the whole based on that yeah you know what also has horrible side side effects periods True. what are you gonna do about that though control mentality has infected this land it's just you know they used to resulted in women confined to we've killed bathrooms. more what show is that from is that from the office where dwight says women are confined to their bathtubs during menstruation <laughs> i think so people in america than any other nation in the history of the world by far when you consider the peel even aborts babies and the, the uh, aborts babies yes it does no way yeah, it, and I don't think that's necessarily true. No. It depends on what your definition of abortion is because people have gotten into this with us before because the biological kind of processes is kind of dependent on how you view it. Like it can, you know, like the whole egg process of like it, you know, prevents it from happening or it removes it if it does get it. Like all of this, all of these things are very dependent on what your view of abortion yeah. is. But if birth control caused abortions, then women wanting abortions would just take birth control. <laughs> like, they wouldn't go have to get the abortion pill that they also shit on. Um, like, Mr. Pearl, I think it is, and other variations. They wouldn't have to get a DNC. They wouldn't have to have a surgical procedure. They wouldn't have to do any of those things because they just fucking take birth control. It would be that easy. Like, Jordan, you know what? These these two, Occam's razor has gotten so fucking dusty, they just threw it out. But the, the thing that stands out to me is, I don't know if she's playing dumb, but Pearl supposedly knows nothing about this. And it's like, really? I oh, my God. Like, for being such a little red pill bitch, like, you would think that you would use this as a talking point. She's an nah. embryo and plant in the womb, and the pill will come in and shed that. So once it becomes an embryo, it's a baby. It's a human being. You know, and it sheds that again. It's so dependent you upon your it, definition. Why did you call it an embryo and say that's a human being? No, that's an embryo. My friend that I was telling you that lived with us went through midwifery school. Is that who you say? But the professor, who's a leftist, everything said that you must be probably just a liberal. Your patients, when you prescribe them the pill, that it can cause abortions. They they have a right to know. And so she said, wow. I will never prescribe the birth control pill ever. In fact, she was working at UCSD, which had abortions in that hospital. And she was finally offered 
Scripps is a huge hospital around here. We have, it's well known around in San Diego. And it's Catholic. And she found out that they don't allow abortions. They don't even do vasectomies. And so she went there. She used to work at a big hospital in Houston. But now she, then she went to UCSD and now she's at Scripps. She says it's by far the best hospital. Just the whole atmosphere is so, it's life. It's pro-life. And it's just so, what? that's where she wants to have her babies of the Lord. They're already having five babies that she's upping. But if she, I've never been in a f-ing hospital. I've never been in a hospital and been like, oh my God, this place is so amazing. Every time I'm ever in the hospital, I'm like, People are stressed, and <laughs> I don't think you could ever take that. Well, and I would out. say most of the time, people aren't going to know that information. Yeah, like Until whether or not like, that. Oh happens. yeah, we actually don't do abortions here, and they're like, okay, well, I'm going up the fucking road by. Well, not anymore. Yeah. Well, in California. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Fair. Blesses her. They're gonna have more. That's where she wants to go. <laughs> she loves working there just because of that mentality, the uh, mentality of life. Uh, that's so crazy. The birth control stuff. Is it all of them? Like everyone? No. All the birth control pills can cause abortions. Yeah. Wow. Plus they mess up your health. Hold on. Let me get, let me get some research out of the research department. There it is for you. Horribly, <laughs> uh, horribly, horribly. They can make you infertile. They're in the water system and I'm taking down there's birth control in the water and it's turning the frog no, gay they they are right i i literally just saw a tiktok about this this week there is contraceptives in the water but the point that the he used to illustrate was uh you would have to get with with ibuprofen that's in the water you would have to drink 300 million gallons of water to get the equivalent effect of a 200 milligram tablet <laughs> So there's contraceptives in the water. Three hundred million gallons. Yes, it could be because they get, but like the, it is like such trace amounts. Yeah, like there is trace amounts of pretty much everything because the water on the planet has been around for so long. Well, I mean, there's also there was also the stupid red pill people went off about like trans people like dumping leftover hormones into the sink and the shit. So like you know anything is possible. I really don't think anybody's trying. <laughs> Everybody's down trans. the drain. I don't think oh anybody's God. dumping that shit down like, the drain. Are you guys for real? Come on. Liquid gold for a lot of people the more you who know. can't obtain it. Men's testosterone. They're just wrecking wreaking havoc on the health of people. Yeah. Well, and that's what I remember I had this thought when I was younger. I was like, because I remember all my friends were, I was like 16 and all my friends were on birth control and I wouldn't go on it. And they were all saying like, oh, we should, like, you should, it helps with this, this and this. And I don't look at, I'm not a science, you know, I'm, I'm not a diehard. I don't, don't know say. the science behind it. I'm not I was a just science. Like, it cannot be good to turn off your reproductive. Like, that's I, what I said. I I like, that is literally not based in anything. That's... <laughs> like my grandma used to say that. <sighs> healthy to stop something natural. Yeah. You know, this, but my it's mom- unhealthy to hold your poop in because you're not by the <laughs> toilet. You're stopping something natural. Wear diapers. Wait, Lori. wait, 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 wait. Um, there was something else that I just thought of. Oh, not to mention contraceptives are not just used for pregnancy prevention. Like, there are plenty of people who rely on birth control for plenty of other health issues. Like, in particular, like, reproductive issues. There's plenty of women who want 
to get pregnant and maybe even struggle with infertility. And the only thing that manages their symptoms related to like adenomyosis or endometriosis is birth control. And so it is not just for the purposes of not getting pregnant. Like it's such a narrow view of the purpose of birth control. But it's what suits their narrative. It's kind of, they really should just get away from calling it solely birth control. Because is it even the primary use for that? I don't know. Anymore? Pills been around for a long time. Yeah. My grandma was raised in a church that taught that drugs, doctors, and demons were synonymous. So she never (laughs) took her kids to the doctor and never gave them the shots. So we didn't give our kids shots and I never took them to well care anything. But. I'm thankful for my mom raising us to fear drugs. I'm telling you, it's trending in the funny world right now to not vaccinate your kids and not take your kids to the doctor. Yeah. Welcome back to society. Measles. Measles. Yeah. Welcome back. None of it. We rarely ever took drugs, only in emergency situations. So the three of us never were interested in any type of, you know, the drugs going around the kid with the kids that we're taking. And um, I raised my kids that way, too, that drugs are only for emergency purposes. That's it. But they don't heal. They don't heal anything. They cover symptoms. The only drugs that really heal are antibiotics. But other than that, they just, you know, they don't heal. A lot of times, and they have come with a ton of side effects. What if you just have a fucking headache and you just want to take some fucking Advil? Like, why is that such a horrible thing? Like, it's not looking to heal your brain. It's just making it so that you can tolerate the few hours until your headache goes away. And as somebody who was (laughs) chronically denied medication by their mother under the same kind of premises, I can't tell you how damaging and toxic that is, especially to a child. As a person who still practically has to be forced to take ibuprofen in extreme pain, because I have now reasoned that the only time that I can take pain medications is if it is absolutely dire by this same logic. And so that is such a toxic thing to instill in children yeah. that they deserve to have pain. Awful. So, like, one woman was sharing that she had horrible acne when she had had was on the birth control pill. I was- you know what birth control also treats? What? Acne. Yep. Like, does it cause acne as a side effect in some people? Sure, absolutely. But a lot of people use it. To does treat it their also acne. treat acne? Yes. Yep. Listening to this woman who transitioned, and she was on testosterone, and now she's talking out against it, and how the testosterone, her voice will never be the same. She, her breasts are gone, of course. She's got receding hairline that will never grow back. And it's just so, so, because we were not created to have high doses of testosterone in our bodies. The female body was not created for that. Then why does that happen? This is crazy. Why does it happen just on a natural level? There are women with high levels of testosterone. There are men with low levels of testosterone. Yeah. It's almost like this just happens within the human body. Weird. Does that make you a low value man when you have low T? Well, and I, what I realized is all these policies, they're trying to play God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, and I realized even with the women voting, because everyone thinks I'm so nuts for this opinion. You are. Girl, I don't even believe in God. What are, what are you saying? I, I didn't always think this, okay? Because I, I kind of just thought everyone voted until 
I realized, like, oh, great. when you have two votes in a household, like, it takes away from marriage because you're supposed to submit to your husband's authority. And you were just talking, what? like, 20 minutes ago about how you didn't understand submission. And now you're over here saying that voting requires anti-submission. Get your fucking story straight. Story straight. Like, where are you? Off. And in the distance he's supposed to have like the final say and so now you have two parties like voting for different people and i lived with a christian couple like that where like one voted democrat one voted republican and i was like i, I just don't think that's like good for a family to be arguing over politics in in a house and she's negating his vote she's girl what family do you belong to where your family doesn't argue about politics seriously she's negating his vote he's also negating her vote that it just cancels out, I yeah. guess. Filling <laughs> his vote. Yeah. By voting opposite of what he does. And I don't know how a Christian could vote Democrat anyway. That's just. <laughs> <laughs> well, she... Sound off in the comments. I was going to say, I know there's Christian Democrats that watch our channel. Yeah. So. They were actually like the nicest couple. They let me like stay with them for like, they, they were actually so nice, but it, it wasn't like. <sighs> Like when I was in this this church, I she's just like, couldn't... "Oh my god, they they were a godsend. They saved me. They saved my ass when I really needed it." But honestly, fuck them. Why are they like <laughs> this? They're not the way that I want them to be. Like something was just off, and I couldn't figure out what. Like she was on birth control. She didn't want kids. Like oh, you know, she had they them both demons differently. Okay, and. Like it was just something about it. I was like, "This isn't what God wanted marriage to look like." Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. That was just like my gut at the time. And I didn't understand it because I, I don't know. I think I was like 21, 22. Hopefully I can make this uh, make sense. Uh, our camera, bat or not the battery, the SD card filled up. <laughs> I had to delete stuff. Hold on. I, I didn't really get it, but I was like, something's just like off here. So what what are like issues that you see with modern day churches? Um, <laughs> women. <laughs> um, women, women are the issue they, always. Women be shopping. Women be shopping. <laughs> <laughs> women trying to take control over the churches. There, there's this huge thing going on. I'm sure you've seen it, where women want to be pastors, and most churches have women pastors and and women in leadership. And it's crazy though, because I feel like the net positive of women being pastors is I don't see them in the news because they touch kids. Yep. Generally speaking, it is usually a man. That is the beginning of the destruction of a church is women in leadership. It's our church is all men. And I, the first biblical. Lori loves it. She loves it. She men. loves those men. She loves the men. She loves men. to submit to them. Rain and men at Lori's church. Solid church we've ever gone to. All men elders, 12 men elders, godly men, know God's word. Elder. In fact, we had one of the, one of the pastors teach our Sunday school last week on Ephesians 5, 24. 3 through 25, 22 through 24, about wives submit to your husbands. As the husband is the head of the wife. Wives submit to the husbands in everything. The wives, yeah. And so usually pastors, whenever they teach on submission, they'll say that um, they'll teach everything that submission is and it's not abuse, blah, blah, blah. And they won't ever teach what submission is. Like you didn't even really know what it is because pastors don't. But this pastor totally taught it. I just 
praised him and praised him and praised him after that class. I said, thank you for teaching. He said, and it goes all the way back to creation. A lot of people say, it just happened after the fall, but Jesus erased that curse, you know? No, it's for authority. But um, yeah, women trying to take over. What the f*** did she just say? I have no idea. What? These men, like our last church was completely going woke. Instead of the day after Roe v. Wade was overturned a year ago, he praised Juneteenth. He didn't say one thing. That was a couple years. How do you praise a holiday? What? Okay. Also, there's no fucking way that Lori was attending a church that was like that. There's no way. There's no way. I'll take... Everybody say hi to Baloney. I'll take things that never happened for 500, Alex. Oh, look at this little bony. This is baloney. Cat break. All right. I know you had a destination in mind. Here you go. Because oh, our pastor, we were actually, we were at our, our good church and he, we talked a ton about, the pastors talked a ton about Roe v. Wade being overturned. But um, he talked to, and his, one of their children supported BLM and did, she signs her names with pronouns now. So I love the Bureau of Land Management. Same. Until somebody will say Black Lives Matter, if they just use the the acronym, I'm just going to assume that they're talking about the Bureau of Land Management. It, it's just a slippery slope. You start disobeying God in one area, and that's a huge area. Then that's taking taking away the authority, uh, the biblical authority structure out of the church. Then the church is downhill. So I believe that most churches are incredibly lukewarm and revelation. Uh, honestly, if if your gospel is so weak that somebody specifying their pronouns just totally tears it asunder, I think your God is a little bitch. I hate to say it, but what? Chin says that God's going to spit those lukewarm churches out of his mouth. And he talks about Jezebel. You allow that women Jezebel to teach, you know, and he, so that's the main problem of the churches and people don't know scripture. There's all these false teachers out there, but they don't know scripture enough to under, see a false teacher or false talk doctrine when they hear it. Mm-hmm. So are you a Christian? I'm Catholic. I did. I was in a Christian church. But this is where things get really good. <laughs> what? couple years. Um, uh-huh. But I, I also think like the Catholic Church is kind of starting to lose its marbles a bit with the, the new Pope and stuff. Like, I, I think um, it's unfortunate because I, I think there's a lot. Of- it's unfortunate that the new Pope actually recognizes that there's an issue uh, with <laughs> As if he isn't in the still church. Problematic. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Well, that take a lot of pride in being Catholic. But I think there's like woke people that have kind of infiltrated it to in everything they're infiltrating yeah. everything yeah it's and it's really unfortunate because well least- thankfully your thankfully your mind has not if you read romans when go home and read romans then when tonight but the way she says when when romans when <laughs> romans when it helps you to understand what's going on in our culture and you have not been another Does guy it though? andrew john wait anthony i thought she was gonna say tate right there for a second holy shit he interviewed me and he's not a christian he's an outright atheist but he can see what's going on he can see the wickedness taking over in our culture and i told him you have not god has not turned you over to a reprobate mind you still have a soft heart 
And I told him, you do believe in God because all creation shouts that there's a God. You know, there are no atheists really, even though you say that you don't. But um, so you can see clearly. And it's just so strange that you as not even maybe not a born again Christian can clearly see Shade. the harm that feminism is doing. Yet so many women who are here for the Christian infighting cannot. Well, and you know what that was the biggest red pill moment for me was when I realized like college is feminism because those yeah. are women's <laughs> moments. What? That's like saying just two <laughs> random words and putting them together. College is feminism. Spaghetti is soup. Um, <laughs> uh, bologna is cat, which is a true one of those circumstances, but only in our household. Okay, so obviously this is lengthy and we don't want to keep everybody too long because the longer it gets the less people will stay uh engaged so we want to break it up a little bit if you want to do a part two let us know in the comments uh if not if you've heard enough you don't want any to learn anything else uh, against your own will about these people then we can also do that I'll probably put up a community post after this goes live and y'all can vote there. But uh, for now, we'll leave it at that and wrap it up. Jordan, final thoughts. This was terrible and I hated it. <laughs> Number one. Number two, I'm surprised Lori didn't make a single comment about how Pearl is dressed. I I'm shocked. I'm shocked. There is a lot of shade thrown at the end of this video, especially from Lori at Pearl for her religious decisions. We already got a little glimpse of that. So let's go. So there is that that is kind of enticing if people are interested. But I don't want to subject myself to any more of this. But <clears throat> if you guys at would enjoy it in, time. in a painful way, then we will bear it to bring you the entertainment. You little sickos, no Garmy army. We will we will do it for you. We will gladly oblige. So anyway, this is just disappointing in a million different ways. Um I feel like Pearl is looking at Lori as who she potentially will be in the future if she sticks with this grift long enough. Um, because I don't know that I truly believe that she believes any of these things. Um, there's lots to be there's lots of money to be made if you follow kind of the red pill pipeline and so i think that's kind of where she's gathered and her yeah. rage baiting is is intense and going out and being like women shouldn't be able to vow and women shouldn't be able to divorce i mean just by nature you're gonna call attention but just like we always do i feel like it's and we're definitely not the only ones but people calling out her bullshit Lori's bullshit together because they're very much both toxic um and it needs to be said and it can be said a million times over and i think that every single one matters because you never know like what young or impressionable or learning mind is going to encounter a video that has a counterpoint to these kinds of things and if there's not enough then is that a missed opportunity yeah and so that's kind of my position on these things is to not let them stand uncontested and everybody needs to contest them. I don't believe it's yeah. like a competition of like only big channels or only like large people or like, I think it's important that they hear this from all sides. Like 
I feel like it's important. And from an ex-Mormon context, I mean, I think it's interesting because a lot of this is kind of baked into Mormonism. But yeah. anywho, I thought this was terrible. Same. Um, I really... Honestly, I really do as much as I think she's awful and is working hard to dismantle any progress that's been made. I feel like Pearl is going to end up putting herself in a dangerous situation because Lori, I mean, Lori has been married for a long time. Doesn't look like she's ever going to be separated from her husband. Pearl is single. She doesn't even have a boyfriend right now. And she's saying all this kinds of kind of stuff. And if the right man were to inform himself and put himself into a relationship with her, she could be the victim of violence. And Which is really unfortunate. It's really sad to think that she is kind of inviting behavior that could end up like that. So, Well, and it's, I don't think she's willingly putting herself in that position because violence is never okay, no, no. matter the situation. But these kinds of things like it does unfortunately when you believe like these types of things whether you specifically adopted them or they were kind of indoctrinated for you it kind of sets women up to be more easily manipulated to be put in situations with men who aren't great yeah you know and so it it is really unfortunate in that sense and i hope that's not the case for her but i mean she like idolizes people like andrew tate and i mean we couldn't even like roll a fucking list of how many things he's being accused of that are absolutely awful not even accused anymore it's charged charged with right now and so it's like you know it it is bringing it back to what we started with this video i mean i think she will eventually have a leopards ate my face moment where all of these things come back to bite her in the ass. And I mean, she also talks from a position of like, this is how people should do things and this is how women should act and this is how married women should act. And I'm like, bitch, you are not married. Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry that you have to look at our faces, people who have been married for (laughs) longer than you have probably ever been in a relationship, who have a child. (laughs) (laughs) And we are the ones who are telling you this is not the fucking it. Yeah. By all metrics. We're everything you want to be. We're everything you want to be. Yeah. Sorry. Like we're, we have a kid. We are both like, we're financially stable. We own our own home. Um, We're privileged in a lot of senses, but like everything that she aspires to be and then she spouts off all this stuff as if she's the expert in this arena and then she's not even married and i don't want to discredit anybody based on their relationship status but you can't come out of the gate professing to be an expert in this and having never done it like that's going to be hard for people to wrap their mind around but the people who listen to her don't have a lot of brain cells anyway so they don't care that was mean but oh well it is what it is at this point. Anyway, so that'll do it for this one. Thank y'all for sticking around. If you'd like to hear more or see more or, you know, whatever, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. You can download our podcast if you are on a listening platform right now. That helps us out a ton. Additionally, if you would like to go the extra mile and support us, you're already supporting us by making it this far. If you want to go the extra mile, you can join our Patreon. 
If you're on YouTube right now, you can join and become a member. They do the same exact thing. You get the same perks. You already know what it is. Uh, we also have socials. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok. And now you can find us on threads. I don't even have a little thing for it. At Jordan and McKay. If you do some sneaky digging, you can find me on threads as well. If you want some unhinged, just shit posting, that's me. Uh, I might even put it on the screen if I decide and post that I want to do that. And then we also have an awesome Discord community. You can find the link to that in the description down below. But we love you all. We think you're awesome. Don't be like these two people that we've just been talking about. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>